So uh, apparently, I'm looking pretty yoked. It must be from all the eggs I've been cracking lately. <laughs> literally, because I literally had at one point 140 eggs in my fridge. Um, <laughs> yeah, do you for curving that chicken or the egg discussion? But yeah, um, <laughs> you know this podcast is going to be some when I start out with egging you on. Yeah, but yeah, welcome to episode 223. Jesus Christ, life's going by fast. Life is a highway, and I am fucking it all night long. Which, by the way, the... Version by Rascal Flats is not the original, but it is the better. Um, <laughs> but yeah, welcome to episode 223 of the Often Beat Podcast with Clint Nelson. I'm your host, Clint Nelson. Still redundant. Don't forget to like, follow, comment, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Most important, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to suck some titties. And boy, my titties are bigger than most of y'all's. Um, <laughs> hopefully not. Um, <laughs> but yeah, recording this on one at one a.m. on October second. So OVO. Which, by the way, Drake, if you don't fucking drop that album this week, I swear to God, I'm gonna do absolutely fucking nothing because apparently Chubbs will put the beat down on anything that's coming its way. And I do not want to look like Bradley, or not Bradley, but Nick Chubb's leg. So I'm going to refuse to do anything if you don't drop an album. But yeah. So yeah, um, been a eventful time as a city boy looking for a toy. And toys are us. Because you are a friend in me. Um, <laughs> which I don't know. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch the game. Because who the fuck wants to sit and watch the Falcons and Jaguars at any time in their life? I don't care which team is good. I don't care what stage. Just the Falcons and Jaguars at 9.30 in the morning does not go well. Um, and because they were playing in London. And uh, well... The only thing I'll wake up at 9.30 in the morning for is that London Bridge, (laughs) which I think she's talking about the path to her, you know, slit. Um, And watching, I'm sure watching that Falcons-Jaguars game made you want to slit a few things on yourself. Um, (laughs) I like how I was avoiding the say, you know, avoiding the vagina, but... I instead decided to advocate that cutting yourself was a better alternative. So that just kind of shows you how I view that. But anyways, but apparently they did a Toy Story version of, of um, I guess, broadcasting the game. I have no clue what it looked like. I did not watch it because I was not going to pay separate because even though i'm an inner child at heart i'm still a rational human being um (laughs) you know some things just not everything needs to be innovative 
that sometimes it's just nice. What happened to just enjoying a game, watching something with the way it's meant to be watched? With two guys that just commentate the game and remind you that, man, some people still don't know what the fuck they're talking about and get paid a lot. And just because you played or just because you used to do something, you would think like, oh, these people are very knowledgeable. But you're watching is like, you really think that's the reason why that play failed? Hmm, okay. Um, <laughs> but no, apparently ESPN did a Toy Story version of the Jaguars and Falcons because they had to find any reason that you would actually might want to wake up and watch the game because no one on a national level would give a fuck to watch the Falcons and Jaguars. They just wouldn't. So, they had to find incentives. Like, you really think they would do that for a Chiefs versus the Bills? Do you really think they would do that for the Niners versus, well, any team after watching them play today? Um, Like, I think, honestly, some of these teams would veto, like, you are not having my quarterback have a cowboy hat and my running back be a, you know... Mr. Potato Head, um, <laughs> or the Piggy Bank, um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's my thoughts on that, not sure if I gave it thought, but, uh, yeah, oh, oh, Jizaboo. so, if you find a quarter in the alley, does that mean... Your payment is still due the Ally Bank because you are four months overdue and you have a 9% interest rate on top of not paying it on time and you still have $7,000 left. This sounds specific, but trust me, I have State Farm. So you know I'm in good hands. As long as you put in a bundle, according to the commercial, which, by the way, bundling things together doesn't always work. It's not always the greatest idea. Have you ever bundled a bunch of cats together? Does not work well. Apparently, um, so, life update. I have a legit kitten. And the name is Lilo. And uh, she scratches you so much, you might have to stitch a few things on your skin. Um, (laughs) I got skin in the game, and it's in her claws, in her DNA, because I got so much loyalty. Loyalty. But apparently, I thought cats like other cats. I thought dogs like other dogs. I would think like, oh man, it's like when you first meet someone, that fascination, that lovey-dovey. It's quite the opposite. Um... (laughs) Cats don't like the small kittens because it's like a younger woman replacing an older woman. It's like, oh, this is just a cycle of life. And they both happen to be girls. Maybe that's why they take it so personal. I honestly feel like if my older cat was a guy and it was a younger male kitten, it would be a much more accepting. There would be no animosity. I think male cats are like males in real life. No animosity. It's just, let's come together and let's find a way to make this, you know, 
unity work. Let's find solutions. Let's not think that one's replacing the other. You just, ah, welcome. Would you like a beer or for the cats? Would you like a temptation of a treat? <laughs> and that's how incest starts. Um, <laughs> Cause that's all animals do. They just commit incest. Um, you know, the guy keep the species alive out here since, you know, they're all getting euthanized, dehumanized, and they basically become shells of themselves because you declaw them, you euthanize them, but then you have the audacity to ask them like, hey, kill the snake and spider. It's like, you, you took away all my primal reasons for doing so. So, fuck you. And that's why they're angry all the time. <laughs> And that's why they hate when a younger kid in the hazard claws come into place, you know? Um, <laughs> uh, it's funny how they're euthanized, but really, it's just the youth that are euthanizing their will to be full of life. Damn, that got very depressing. I guess they get really frisky. <laughs> but no. You know, I honestly think I could be wrong. At the very least, male cats, if they just hate something, they'll just start attacking this shit. Not this whole, like, hissing, be at a distance, look from afar. It's like when a girl is mad at another girl for dating the guy she used to be with, but she broke up with him. And she sees it from afar and has the audacity to get mad. It's like, hey, if you want, if you want to slap the bitch, just go and slap the bitch and win him back, you know? That's these cats, you know, if the cat, if the big cat wants to get back in the Grayson period, just smack that little cat back to his, you know, place where it belongs. Um, the dollar scoop place. Um, <laughs> this cat's so small, it would, it probably would be like half a scoop. Um, <laughs> that's not funny because it makes me not want to eat orange chicken. But yeah, look, this just shows you I know nothing about cats or dogs or any animals and their behaviors. But one thing I do know is they all just want to be held and petted real hard. Because, boy, I can pat their head faster than a, you know, a double cheeseburger pre-made at mcdonald's you just press the meat and give it a nice squeeze and got a greasy package wrap yeah yeet um <laughs> cats are jingling so much i guess you could say like arnold schwarzenegger i will jingle all the way <laughs> nope okay um <laughs> the only thing i am looking forward to is when it gets to christmas time I could just put the kitten in a stocking and play hide and seek. And be like, oh my god, we lost the cat. Where is it? And then all you do is like, you know, put it in a bag within a bag so you don't see the movement. These are the things I think about. Yeah, give me that look. You're going to still fit. I got an extra big stocking for you. Yeah. They secretly like it, though. Um... It's like the girls that say, no, I don't like it rough. And then like, oh, really? And then you take their granny panties off and you're like, oh, baby. 
I'll give it to you, Granny Style, underhand, because it's nothing but a free throw at the pinstripe. Um, <laughs> I'm such a fool. But not as big of a fool as Pity, Ice T, or is it, no, not Ice T. What's that? Mr. T. <laughs> Mr. T, can I get that T string? I guess a T string is really just when you get hot tea, and it's just the T attached to the string. Which really just kind of looks like a, when you think about it, like a tea, you know, the tea bags, you know, ones that you tea bag into the water. Please don't dip your ball sacks in hot water. I do not recommend it, even if it is a nice cooling sensation. Um, <laughs> Mr. Freeze! Um, <laughs> but really, a tea bag just really looks like a small square tampon on a string, kind of like. If you pull a tampon out of your poom poom, it's just a tea bag. Because, you know, once you dip it in, <laughs> there's going to be something soaking it up. Um, <laughs> make sure you're hydrated, kids. Well, not kids, because it really only applies to one sex. Well, one of the 18 different sexes now. Because there's not much sex happening in this city. Because... We are a dry city. And by dry, I just mean people's uh, energy to live. It's real dry out here. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Any, any who bear. Um, have you ever made time for something that was important to you? But then when you made time for it, you realize, damn, this is really not important to me. Me either. Because um, <laughs> it must be nice to make time. You know, time. they say time is all we have, right? If time is all we have, then why make it something we have? Hmm. Well, they always say time is a social construct. They say time isn't real. It's something we create to create structure, create, you know, ways to function as a society, you know. And, you know, actually, I think it's probably the moon, the sun, and stuff like that, you know. So people aren't out doing shit 38 hours a day, you know. But, I don't know, you know. That would be cool. Like, imagine if we actually didn't have a time thing we focus on. It's just like, hey, you're going to go to work. And we don't really know how we're going to pay you. But you're just going to go to work, work until we're like, hey, you can go home now. And we're just going to give you money and not be able to actually prioritize or be able to actually uh, have to break down why we gave you $200 for being at a job for four days. Well, as we know, four days in their world, it's like, you know, we just had, you know, we just had nonstop labor. You know, we had to get done. Um, uh, but, you know, that that's the type of that's the type of people that are like, oh, you know, we just want to live freely. It's like, do you really want to live freely? Do you know what living freely really looks like? Living freely is not free. It's actually quite the opposite. To live freely, you actually got to have structure so you can actually identify what's free. 
Because if everything's free, then you have to build structure just to understand that nothing in life is free. Even though I've been listening, even though I listened to a Monica song called Angel of Mine, where she says, when I looked in your eyes, it confirmed to me that the best things in life are free. And boy, you look in my eyes, the only thing that's, it's going to be a lot of not free after because we're going to have like three kids on the spot. Um, <laughs> so you know what? When I look in your eyes, I learned the best things in life are free. It's like, well, we're having triplets. So are they free? Am I free of responsibility because of what my eyes did to you? I don't know. Um, <laughs> but hey, I am a free bird. Because you see me flying over you, and next thing you know, I'm shitting on your face. Um, <laughs> oh, it's so sad that they most of the band died in a plane crash. Maybe it was because a bird shit on the windshield. Um, I, that's actually fucked up. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's like a seagull getting stuck in the engine. By the time you see the sea, you're gulping for air because you're drowning in the Bermuda Triangle, which is why, you know, I like my kitty witties like I do my corners. You just have them staring at you in a satanic ritual and a triangular pattern in all different directions. So when it rotates on a circular pad, um, you just ask Jesus and be like, hey, did the devil really go down to Georgia? And then, like, have you ever been to Georgia? Yes, the devil has been down to Georgia. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Hotlanta. Uh, I don't, I don't like that term, Hotlanta, because you know, I mean, it technically is hot in Atlanta, but some of the things you see walking out here, not so much. It should be more like Holanta or hot leeway of sexual orientation. Um, <laughs> uh, don't go the full industrial. Um. <laughs> But yeah, now you know, Atlanta's not too bad, right? It's just very populated, right? It's very populated, very trafficy. It's where people go when, you know, their first dream doesn't work out in the bigger city. So they come here because, you know, they get a city vibe. But, you know, never any hospital beds when you try to fulfill. Um... <laughs> Because, you know, you're trying to do a sexual porno at Grady Hospital. But apparently they have a whole section shut down because um, they just don't have enough employees. So you have a hard time finding any white coats to put on Diamond Fox with four X's. And you realize that, oh, the doctor is in. Yeah. All right. Someone should doctor this podcast and give me some painkillers. Which reminds me. 
there was a man I saw. Man writhing in pain, right? My assumption is that he was on, he was sleeping in his car when I was going to do something the other night. Slightly older man, I pull in. And look right when I get out of the car, the man is in his vehicle like, ah! And I was like, I thought this man like just got stabbed, right? And you look over, it's just a man like turning his body to lay down. And they're like, oh. Yeah, it's a small truck. Um, <laughs> well, you know what they say about guys with big trucks. So, if a guy is a big truck because he has a wah, wah, does that mean he has a small truck because he has a um, either way, your tires are going flat. Um, <laughs> oh, I'll give you that F-150 seconds of greatness. They say less is more. And I feel like that is a lot of grooming and conditioning that had to be put on people to believe that. Um, <laughs> oh, less is more. You gotta love the less is more crowd. You know, there is some to less is more. But more than less, more is actually more and less is actually less. But, you know, the lesson of that is that the moral is that more is less. And I just realized after saying that, there should be less of me talking. But, you know what they say, behind every beautiful yoked man talking, there is a actual qualified person on subjects speaking, but no one takes them serious. That's the unfortunate part of our society. But, you know what's not unfortunate? Booty hole. Um, <laughs> booty, 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 I'm in the swirling around. Not really. I'm not a big booty hole guy. Well, <laughs> allegedly. But no, you know what? I am pro booty hole. If, you know, you uh lay off on the ice cream. Um, <laughs> they say you are what you eat, but I don't think... You can really accuse someone of knowing what they eat until you've been in that that tang. <laughs> I'll call it the tang. Really, the booty hole is kind of like tang because it makes you want to orangutan. <laughs> uh, but no, the booty hole is really like tang because, you know, it's got a little aftertaste. Um, not that I would know because that's disgusting. I'm just the same based off those Reddit stories I've read for sexual fantasy fetish desires. Um, <laughs> I've actually never been on Reddit. So that's how you know that's not true. I'm a visual type of guy. Um, I can't say I've ever actually seen that. Now I think about it. Not that I would consume anything related to such a thing. It's just not my cup of... Three girls in one cup type of thing. Actually, it was two girls, one cup. But, um... People say that video was fake. Never watched it. All I'm gonna say is... 
who's their dentist? Um, <laughs> and I wonder if you do swallow poop, especially your own poop, if your body is familiar with that poop because it's already been inside of you, and it's just seconds. It's like you know, it's the definition of sloppy seconds. Um, <laughs> that's not the sloppy Joe I was looking for. But um, if you swallow your own poop or you swallow any poop, does it go straight down and then you poop it out again and it just filters out each time you do it if you keep on doing it? Or does it actually sit in your stomach? Because that's what poop does. It just, well, not your actual stomach, but you know what I'm saying. The colon. Um, <laughs> well, just don't have a colon spill did you know you could send colon sampling? Like colon samples are actually sent through the mail? You know, not everything needs to be an at-home test. Not everything needs to be done at home and you just send in a box where 18 other people may or may not touch it. And who knows what's happening inside that box. Like, sometimes certain things are meant to go to the doctor for and I think going through the process of having to get in a position to have some stuck up the tang back there. You know, I wouldn't want someone to walk in on me doing that. And I wouldn't be surprised if people that do that would do that in a public bathroom. Like, ah, shit. I'm meeting the deadline. I'm at Wendy's. I gotta go to the bathroom real quick, you know. And they probably have to prop their leg up on the baby changing station. Which, if you change your baby's diaper at a Wendy's, I mean, child services should be called on you. That's just me. Um, <laughs> uh, I would hate to work for child services, though. Not because I hate children. But because I hate people that have children. No, that's not it. But, <laughs> No. I hate people that have children that I have to sit there and be like, why did you do this? <laughs> it's like, I know why you did it, but I've got to pretend to ask you like it's going to be some innovative answer. Like, why did you try to drown your kid? And you're like, you know, it just felt like it was the only way she was going to learn. You know, back when I grew up, you know, my mom would dip my head underwater for five seconds. It's like, yeah, but what about Two and a half minutes. Um, <laughs> when did it be like? It's like, well, you know what? She did two and a half minutes worth of drowning. It's like, oh. And you're like, you know what? And then there's got to be some defense lawyer that has to somehow rationalize all this shit. And that's the thing, right? Imagine like being, and I know as a lawyer, you don't have to accept cases. But when you hear lawyers talk, they get more off of winning cases even when they know their person is rel rationally guilty of some shit. And they got to sit there in a court, a trial, especially these big trials, are not really about finding the truth. It's about who can persuade that this person's more of a bigger shit than the act they committed or vice versa. So it's not really about getting, like when they actually created right to equal trial the intention wasn't like hey we're gonna have all these celebrity lawyers 
going on TV, having these trials on TV that people are all interested in. That exposes all these people fuckery and then people have their thoughts on it and then public opinion, which is supposed to be what's taken out of trials, which makes no sense why we have public records in trials that make public while the trial is still going. Makes no sense why we have cameras in a courtroom, to be honest. It's like, you know, certain things should just be like, why? And, you know, I guess it makes like, oh, the public to protect the people so there's not any weird shit happening in trial but it's like it's supposed to be a jury and the people in the courtroom the judge and anyone the lawyers determination of what happens in that trial not people that are convinced by outside noise because it's like you know they say oh like if you were part of a jury of a big trial they put you in a hotel room They tell you, oh, but you can't watch anything about the trial. It's like, okay, well, you put me in a hotel room where there's 15 channels. And six of them are the local news. They're going to be talking about this, you know, mass kidnapping trial that we are part of. So I'm just supposed to sit there and watch Charmed all night on TNT. Supposed to watch Filled of Dreams on the one HBO Max. It's like, nah. It's like... And if you watch any video, you're automatically disbarred. It's like, well, I didn't even ask to be part of this trial. So why? And that's the thing about this selection, like jury and stuff. It's like, anyone can be someone at any time to do it. Jury duty. And it's your legal, it's your right obligation as a citizen to participate. And it's like, so you're going to ask me to participate... Yes, you get quote-unquote compensated, but for most people, they're going to get paid less during the doing the jury do than they are at their job, unless they don't have a job. Maybe that's what they should do. They just have, hey, if you're unemployed, instead of collecting these checks on employment, you have to do jury duty to get these checks. Um, You're going to make me leave my job for a month and a half. To go be a jury on a trial, go stay in a mid-level hotel in a city that most of the time it's unremarkable. I can't really communicate with anyone. I can't talk about what I'm doing fucking all day. And I have to sit in a courtroom for four hours on a regular basis. Listen to people bullshit me. And then I do a month and a half of this. We come to a verdict. We say the verdict. And then two weeks later, you're like, oh, actually, it's considered a mistrial because uh, there was a part of the due process that was incorrect. It's like, you guys can figure out this due process shit before you wasted two months of my life. Hearing people put us through the ringer about shit that everyone already fucking knew the answer to that they were guilty. But it's your civil duty. It's like, alright. But they always say you can find a way out of trial. And all I would say is, if I didn't want to go to trial, I'll just be like, I have a podcast. And then they'd be like, you know what? You're not a good judgment of character. And you're like, yes. Um, (laughs) Because let me tell you, if I was part of a jury trial, and it was some high profile case, and I couldn't do my podcast. And then the second I got out of trial, guess what I'll be recording about? I would just be talking about the high profile trial, getting the clicks, be like, I was a dreamer. Let me tell you what actually happened in these rooms. Air out everyone's dirty laundry. 
Uh, no, not really. Because I'm pretty sure there's probably some legal aspect that you're probably not supposed to talk about certain things. Even if they have, you know, surviving O.J. Simpson made a whole miniseries where they broke down actually what happened behind the scenes during the trial. Before, after, during. What they were talking about in the jury meetings. What they were talking about the lawyer's office. What actually was going on with O.J.'s personal life. But we're supposed to keep all these things private. So, I don't know. It was a good series though. Shout to Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah. But uh I guess Cuba was going scuba when he was on the boat. It's a movie he's in. Apparently there was a movie he's in where he was on a gay cruise on accident. Been there. Wasn't a cruise. But sometimes by the time you realize, it's too late. <laughs> um, and you're just like, oh, how do I get out? But yeah. Oh, titties. Um, <laughs> have you ever, uh, you know, I've been kind of fascinated, right? Uh, people's conversion to certain I think it's actually trendy to convert to religion like there's this heavy movement to convert to Muslim and Buddhism <laughs> booty oh I'll convert to the booty <laughs> oh sorry I was there for the taking the booty's always there for the taking um <laughs> ah one take Thank you, Drake. Um, <laughs> bounce this shit like, whoa, whoa. But no, you know, that's the thing about convert. It's cool for people to be like, oh, I converted. It's like, okay. What made you convert? And it's like, ah, you know, a friend really convinced me that, you know, there's actually more, you know, there's more of a, Real spiritual guidance with the Buddhism or the Muslim or Islam, I should say, or becoming a Muslim. That's more the right term. It's like, you know, why do you need to convert to something to just believe something? Why do I need to embody everyone else that believes something to feel like my belief of that same thing is more rationalized or more accepted? That's the thing, like, this whole, like, group belief in the same thing is weird, right? Like, I get it, people with similar interests, people with similar beliefs gravitate to each other. I get it, it's magnetic. Kind of like when, uh, you're giving your South Pole to our North Pole. <laughs> I'm such a fool. Alright. But look... Hey, man, it was there for the taking. But yeah. But no, you know, this whole, like, we're going to get together. And really, uh... It really feel like us converting to this as a group in a trendy fashion. It really is just very cult. It's a cult-like intention. Even if what you're converting to isn't 
wishy-washy or it's not an individual it's to a established religion that we've accepted as a society whatever i'm not i'm not bashing on religion i'm bashing on the people that that pursue converting just for something different i'm not look i'm not in the business of telling people what to believe who to believe but when you do it for the sole idea of just quote unquote change and not really because there's been an enlightening that actually a moment in your life or a traumatic event that really made you question why, what, who type of thing. And you're just like, you know what? I was a Presbyterian two days ago. And now, you know, I believe in rugs. Um, <laughs> well, I hate to pull the rug from out of you. But you're no Aladdin, my friend. Um, <laughs> but I will cook you some jasmine rice. Because you're from Thailand. Um, <laughs> Alright. That was wrong. But speaking of. So uh, you know. In Atlanta. I think it was like last year. We had the spa shooter. Of the Asian spa. Because I guess it rubbed them the wrong way. Alright Clint. Um, <laughs> uh, sorry. He just rolled off the tongue. Um, but I guess he's finally standing trial. I don't know why it takes a year or so. For people to finally get on trial for something that they were arrested for a year ago that actually do. I guess trials are backed up. But, you know, this man went in. I forgot the numbers, but he killed. He harmed a lot of people in Georgia. It was an Asian spa, you know. I believe they actually show, like, video. I was just... The other day when I was at the gym and they had the local news on. And they used to show like little footage and stuff. And it literally said young. It was like in, you know, like bang, like the bang uh, uh, clip art thing. It said young Asian massage. And I'm like, that doesn't look right for a lot of reasons. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to say it, but I had a joke. In my, I had a joke in my head just thinking about that. I was like, but. If I said it, I would sound very creepy. But I'm pretty sure if you go to those places, you probably know the difference between a young hand and a mature hand. Um, I wouldn't know because I don't participate in such lunacy or lewd, disgusting activities anymore. Um, <laughs> no, I've never paid for that. I think I've been... The only massage places I've ever been to are the big corporate ones. The ones that, like, I feel like if something were to happen, like, I could actually sue for insurance. Like, La Vida. Ones that are, like, the, like, you know, we have the quick trips and racetrack at gas stations. You know, publicized, commercialized. You could pay with a credit card, and it's actually the price that advertises. You don't have to pay an extra three cents. Like, I would, I would go to these corporate ones where it would probably be frowned upon. Where they probably actually have a real business where that stuff doesn't happen 97% of the time. Where these other places, I feel like it probably happens 97% of the time. Um, (laughs) Because it's like, you know, this is a weird, you know, this place is pretty packed for four in the afternoon. I guess everyone's back is really stiff right now, huh? Um, (laughs) But, no. 
going on a little tangent there. But apparently, this guy's finally on trial, and he pleaded not guilty. Even though there's camera footage and all that stuff saying you are. And this is going back to the lawyer thing, I guess. It's like, hey, man. I'm going to be honest with you. This is not going to work out well for you. Um, You caused the whole stop Asian hate movement. Anytime you start a movement of stopping hate because you committed something that infiltrates hate. It's not going to work out for you, my friend. Um, (laughs) So, I should say you should take the longest sentence ever and just be happy. Um, But, you know, they'll probably like, uh, you know, probably get like eight years, some probation, and he has to take some sensitivity courses towards the Asian community. And maybe that's what... Got him the situation in the first place is the sensitivity of them rejecting his money. Like, you, you, you know how bad you must look? You know how bad, you know how down bad you would be if you went to a place and you gave them double or triple the amount of what they would normally accept to do, the extra service, and they're still like, you know what? We don't do that here. And you know they do that there. Like, yeah, you know what? It probably make you think some things. It may create a lot of animosity. It may make you feel like, where's hope out there? You know? Um, so, you know, if you were someone that were to plead, if you were someone that were to mark, that his defense would be insanity. He'd probably be better off going that route. Because, like, look, he offered them $300, and they said no. That would make any man go insane. Um, <laughs> but not making fun of the fact of what happened. I'm just saying, you got to get inside of the mind of a troubled man that would have a lot of animosity to even where if he can't pay for it, he can't even get a dry rub, you know? Um <laughs> You can't even get the Robert Kraft special. Um, uh, but yeah. Funny how that Robert Kraft one just went like under the rug. It was like kind of a story for a little bit. And it's like, hey. I'm the fucking owner. You're not going to kick me out of this league. <laughs> like, And I believe like, you know, his wife had just died. Not too long beforehand, and they're like, oh, this is not a good look. It's like, it's like, you know what? If a man's going through a hard time, wife just died, he has all the money in the world, and he's sad and depressed. Him flying out to get a little, you know, I think that, you know, that's probably one of the least offensive things this man can do. He wasn't out spewing hate or negativity, he wasn't out there putting all of his life out there. He was like, you know what? They were like, oh, well, we don't know if all of them were legal age and all that stuff. It's like, you know what? You're right. I don't know if they were. Um, <laughs> so probably not the best to keep going down that road. But any, any woo. Uh, but yeah, maybe that's why they got blown out. No pun intended. 38 to 3 today. Uh, 
Because anyone 35 or younger is not in the ballpark. Or 35 or older is not. Damn it. Yeah. But yeah. Anyways, I'm going to move on from that before YouTube completely shows up to my house with the SWAT team. It's like, what are you talking about all this? Um, <laughs> would you tell them about Willis? Um, but please, just Willis. Monetize. Um, but yeah. But you know. I'm just like. I'm just like a cockroach on your head when you wake up at night. Like you feel something crawling on your forehead. And it's just me on your mind. Um, <laughs> and it's my cock approaching. Huh? Huh? Nope. Okay. Uh, but, you know, it's probably still not bigger than my forehead. Um <laughs> Oh, yeah, nothing, but hey, you know what, I did listen, by the way, side note, I did listen to Lil Yachty's song with J. Cole, I watched, I guess, the music video type of thing, and like, maybe I didn't hear the same song that everyone else did, right, alright, well, let's let's be clear, J. Cole's verse, the words, the verses was Especially great, of course. But I was reading the comments, right? I was going straight to the comments of people because I first heard like the first few lines below Yachty. I'm like, I don't even know what he's really like saying. Like, I understand like he's actually like saying some lines and he's bringing the punchline back. Like, okay, like he's he's rapping, but like everything was so off putting. But it didn't really seem like it was well intentionally off putting. It felt like. The instrumental was just kind of there, which look, I have a lot of experience for the instrumental just being there and I just talk over it. It used to be my specialty, except I didn't get a million views when I did it. Um, <laughs> but I was listening and I'm like, am I the one, like, I'm reading the comments like, bruh, this is like Lil Yachty, or now he's a little boat. It's like, this is the best verse He's ever done. Oh my God, the improvements. It's like, bro, we're watching the legend grow in front of our eyes. And, you know, they're obviously saying, J. Cole, this might be like his best verse ever. This might be one of his like most recent top get. Like, this may be the best verse of the year and stuff. But I was more of a little, I'm like, did I like not listen to the same song? Because I thought the song was pretty meh. Dare I say? Because it had nothing to do with like... J. Cole was saying some like real slick shit. He was saying some really, you know, J. Cole shit. Like, I don't have a problem with J. Cole's verse. The flow was kind of weird. Like, the way he was doing the flow was nice. But with the instrumental, I don't know. It didn't feel like the intention was it to like be on point. Which is fine. I'm cool with listening to stuff like that. But Yachty like... It sounded more like he like crammed like it's like he was trying to fit like a 2000 word essay in like a minute and a half. And it felt like he was just like, and then we he didn't like, I'm not even going to try him because I listened to it one and a half times, making sure like, why is like all the comments like this is a legendary song like, 
I like songs where two they just rap and it's not like any choruses and shit, and I like that about it. But uh, the song just kind of like it just didn't really seem like this like movement in music or anything like people trying to make it. I don't know. The song just really felt like, eh, maybe, I, you know, and they'll say, oh, well, you don't get it because you're a casual. It's like, yeah, everyone's fucking casuals. I hate to break it to you. Just because I don't listen to what, like, you know, little, you know, what little Gooch from Seattle, you know, is rapping about or anything like that or little Dex or all these, like, you know, rappers that are kind of like, you know. Just because I don't like listen to a lot, I listen to a lot of mainstream shit, doesn't mean I can't listen to a song and be like, you know, some, I, I don't, you don't have to be an expert or a regular listener of a genre or an artist to understand when you listen to some stuff. It's like, this just kind of sounds like they just made this shit today. Forget like the mixing, like it just didn't even seem like the audio was like, it seemed kind of cheap. I'm not a music critic. This is not the needle drop. But it just. It seemed. Out of sync. And for something of the caliber. Of J. Cole. And even Lil Yachty. To their levels. It really seemed like a song that like. Two dudes that were on the XXL freshman. You know, Freestyle Magazine, if they were to put a song together in one week, that's what it would sound like. And, I don't know, I just didn't get, like, the comment section, like, you ever watch a video or watch some or listen to something, you're like, the comments don't even, like, relatively match up to what I just heard or saw. And I'm not a contrarian type of person when I listen and watch stuff. Like, typically, you watch and listen to stuff and you're like... Oh, I wonder what the comp like. I bet the comment section is gonna have mostly of what I think of it because a lot of people we see shit and we're like, oh yeah, this is kind of oh shit, this is fucking like amazing or some shit. Like, oh, this shit is trash, and everyone's like, yep. Now listen, it's like it's weird, like how something so that I felt was easy to feel weird about was so like divisive in the other direction. Like, bro, this is like some legendary shit, you know? And it's like. Since Tupac, you know, which by the way, so apparently Tupac's quote unquote real um, person that deleted him allegedly because a lot of people still speculate that Tupac is alive. He's just unidentified and he wanted to live freely. But apparently, people are still going to jail for it. Um, apparently, the dude. Who I guess actually shot him. Has finally been arrested. Or or allegedly. That's what he's been arrested for. Because apparently he's been self snitching. On himself. I'm pretty sure. And I already know he's probably done like interviews. With like probably like the Vlad TVs. Or these channels that have enough size. And they say stuff. But it's in a video. And they don't think like. They want to have a reputation of don't fuck with them. And they're like yeah. Well sometimes. People that you don't want to fuck with you watch that shit. And 
it's they're letting you say shit even if you've already said it and they build an invincibility and comfort and they're going to continue letting you go on saying it because you feel comfortable just so they have a lot of undeniable evidence that you're admitting to it. So, um, but yeah, apparently he was self-snitching. I'm pretty sure he didn't directly come out and say, I'm the one that killed Tupac. But I'm pretty sure he left a lot of clues that had people put stuff together and alleged, like, yeah, like, look, this wild part of, you know, allegedly, you gotta love when they do that. Allegedly, I may or may not have done. It's like, no one says allegedly, I may or may not have done and didn't do it. That's just the way it is. Um, They're just technically not admitting to it, but they want you to know that you you know I fucking did it. Um, And this guy, apparently... He did some shit. He hit him up. Um, <laughs> not something to laugh about. But I feel like it's been over 26 years since this happened. And like literally it happened like at the beginning of my life is when Tupac died. I've never really listened to Tupac like that. You know, I've just never really listened to a lot of old school rap. But obviously, you know, he's a pretty big deal according to, you know, because I believe it happened after a Mike Tyson boxing match in Vegas, if I remember correctly. I forgot who he fought. But it was some pretty big fight with Mike Tyson. And then it happened outside of the arena and stuff like that. Or on the Vegas Strip type of thing. Because it happened in Vegas, I believe. Yeah. They say what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. But I guess... Sometimes it doesn't always. It just takes a long, long time for it to not stay in Vegas. And that is why I need to stop doing this sports betting. Because I even try to make it simpler. I try to do smaller bets. I try to just do sets of three. And Justin Herbert wants to shit the bed. I literally betted on a college football for a quarterback who didn't even end up fucking playing because two minutes before the game, his back tightened up, and I made the bet the day before by accident. There was no history of, oh, he might he's questionable. There was nothing about injury report. And then his back stiffened up during warm-ups. I feel like when shit like that happens, if you should not. Like, maybe these sports, his gambling stuff, if it's like sports and stuff, like, if it's egregiously like, hey, five minutes before the game and you placed a bet the day before, they shall like give you maybe not your money back, but let you use the money you put in that based off a of circumstance where like, because they should not be able to put players of things and have you bet on someone when the player isn't even active. And it was not known beforehand. They shall like, hey, this what happened here, but you could replace that player with a player. You could put a different player who's playing later or in any of the sport, and you could just replace it with that and then do it over and under on that. Because this shit's fucking ridiculous. But I guess that's why it's gambling. You know, it's a gamble. And I am gambling my future every time. It's one funny as something like you, you think you're so good at it, you realize you ain't fucking shit at it. It's a humbling experience. I'm having my piece of humble pie. And boy, 
Hoo hoo hoo. I am choking. On this big piece of Mrs. Smith butter pecan pie. Actually, it's butter pecan iced coffee. The sponsor for today. Dunkin' Donuts. And that's what I like to do because I'm a good... You know, partnership with my advertisements, I wait till the fucking end when probably the least amount of people are watching. Because, you know, that's how I do business. You fuck me over, I will still try to make you happy. Um, But yeah, I think I'm going to end it there. That was episode 223 of the Off and Beat podcast with Clint Nelson. I'm your host. Clint Nelson, where I realized I just didn't look into the camera for like 47 minutes of this because sometimes I get lost in my own thoughts looking around. And boy, <laughs> look around. Um, but yeah, that was episode 223 of the Off and Beat podcast with Clint Nelson. I am your host, Clint Nelson. Don't forget to like, follow, comment, subscribe, hit the notification bell. But most important, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to suck some big old titties. And yeah, I think it is time to stop recording and watch a little kitten. Yeah. Sometimes these little kids be feeling like they're grown. It's like they're they're the ones stealing your buffalo wings off and dipping your own blue cheese. Like, bitch, you can't even, you know, consume the chunks yet. Get your teeth in. You're not even teething. God, I would hate the breastfeed with these titties with the kid that was barely teething. Whew, that is, that's going to be a big mouth bite, all right. Welcome to Chili's. Um, <laughs> uh, three kids for $10.99 a minute because kids are expensive as fuck. Um, but yeah, have a great day, night, morning, medieval time. But yeah. And don't forget to squeeze that like, subscribe button. With consent. Trust me, I consent to you to press the button. Okay, it's okay.